long stretches of the game. Like, we didn't have a six or seven inning stretch where no one scored. There was action throughout. So it was just an entertainment product. It was really entertaining. Now, it was a bummer, obviously, that the Brewers lost. But you could have a more boring opening day. You could have a worse opening day. So we're going to talk about this game, of course. Uh, I have a bone to pick with some people and the way they talk about baseball because it bothers me. I saw a lot of tweets today. And I listened to sports talk earlier, especially this morning, and just the way we talked about opening day and the way that we talk about the state of baseball, it just bothers me. I think we're doing it wrong. So I want to talk about that in about 20 minutes. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about the Masters. I'm not a golfer at all. I think it's been four or five years since I've golfed. I am terrible. It's just not my thing. It's not for me, and that's fine. Um, But I have a good time watching the Masters. I normally watch the Masters in the U.S. Open and then any other golf I watch throughout the year. It's kind of a shot in the dark, right? Maybe I catch some, maybe I don't. But I love the Masters, and I want to talk about some of the things that I noticed today. I was mostly watching on ESPN Plus the Scotty Scheffler and Tiger Woods groups. Obviously, I got to watch Tiger. It's really entertaining, so I want to talk about that before the show is done as well. And I'd love, if you're a big golf fan and you have something to add to that conversation, similarly with college basketball. I'm not the biggest diehard, but I know some of you are, so I'd love to hear from you too. 608-796-2558. That's the number to call and text. That's how you can join the show. You can tweet me as well, at Wisco Grant. I tweeted out a video earlier today. We we got some criticism from yesterday's conversation with Bart Winkler. Bart's very polarizing, which honestly is why I love bringing him on. Because a lot of people love Bart, but also a lot of people hate Bart. I don't really know why. It's just kind of it's just kind of the way he is. Uh, where we sang some Neil Diamond lyrics yesterday. Oh, sorry, we did something out of the box. Sorry, we were zany. I'm not normally zany radio guy. And we were a little bit yesterday. Uh, and some people, especially on Ebo's show this morning, uh, they, they were, they were, everyone's a critic. Everyone's a critic. And that, that especially came out on Ebo's show this morning. So if you want my reaction to that, you can find it on Twitter, at Wisco Grant. I wrote down some observations today during the Brewers game. I don't have one big takeaway. I don't have this rant to talk about why the Brewers are certainly going to make the playoffs or why the Brewers are overrated or why this signing was terrible. You can't draw sweeping conclusions from one game, even though it, might be tempting, even though it might be fun. Uh, I just, it's not obviously the most productive way to talk about this game. So I wrote down a couple of bullet points. I think we should start with Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich today, if he didn't catch any of the game, technically had three at bats. He had one RBI. It was a sack fly. He had a walk as well. That sack fly, that RBI is maybe, (laughs) it was maybe the cheapest RBI anyone is ever going to get. That was not hit deep enough to score a runner from third. I think the wind made it weird. The outfielder played it poorly, made a poor throw, and Wong was able to get home. The, that that sack fly, that RBI from Christian Yelich is not... <laughs> I know it goes down in the books as an RBI. That's the cheapest RBI I think I've ever seen anyone get. And watching the Brewers today, watching Christian Yelich hit, and then mostly following with Brewers' reactions or Brewers' fans' reactions on Twitter, I realized patience level with Christian Yelich is already... Zero. He is getting no grace period from Brewers fans. There's, there's not going to be a situation where he, you know, is in a slump for the first month and Brewers fans give him the benefit of the doubt. Say, well, no, give him time to get going. It's still early. No, 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 no. That doesn't exist with Brewers fans. At least the Brewers fans that I talked to last night and today and the Brewers fans that I saw on Twitter today, no grace period from Christian Yelich. Patience is already zero. Benefit of the doubt was probably used up two years ago during the pandemic season. It was certainly used up last year. There's no benefited the doubt for Christian Yelich anymore. Now, I'm no hitting coach, which I know will shock you. I've never played baseball. But when Yelich looks bad, and when he's not looking good at the plate, and he hasn't for 
the better part of the last two seasons, and he didn't look good today. When he doesn't look good, it looks like he's always on his heels. He swings very defensively, and especially when he fouls a pitch off or he hits a grounder, it's like he's falling backwards when he swings. Like he's trying to shoot a fadeaway jumper. You know, you get up on one leg and you you fall away as you shoot, you know, a fadeaway jumper. It's that, but baseball. It's a fadeaway jumper if a fadeaway jumper existed in baseball. He's falling away as he swings. Does that make sense? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? It doesn't look good. And again, I'm not a hitting coach. I've never played baseball, but I, I feel like even me, I can watch at home on my TV as Christian Yelich takes these swings, and and I can say to definitively, that doesn't look good. That that does not that does not look great. We saw that a lot last season, and it resulted in a lot of ground balls, right? And those were his first two at bats today. Two ground balls. He tops the ball and he's falling away, so he has no momentum. He has no juice into his swing. I texted my best buddy today who played baseball in college. I'm like, am I? Am I nitpicking here? Am I, am, I, am I looking for something that isn't there? I don't think I go out of my way to be overly critical of Christian Yelich. Uh, and he said, uh, it is a very brief text in response, but he said, he's just not seeing it. He's getting fooled, and that's why he's buckling. He, he's buckling. Like, when the ball gets there, he's not meeting it with power and conviction. He's, he's guessing, and he's falling away as he hits the ball. It's very defensive. It looks like a fadeaway jumper. That's, that's not great. Yesterday, we heard a little bit from Craig Council, and he was asked about what he expects from Christian Yelich this year. Now, obviously, nothing that Craig Council is going to say in a pregame presser is really going to tell the truth on. He's not going to come out and say, yeah, Yelich looks terrible, or wow, Yelich looks like an all-star. But this answer didn't inspire confidence. It didn't make me hope for a great season or expect a great season from Christian Yelich. Well, this, I mean, I think this, he just wants to be himself, you know. What does that um, mean? And that, that's there's there's obviously been a huge range in that, um, and, and I and I think that's okay. There's there's a lot of those ranges are really 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 good players. So um, I think that that's what I would ask of them, and um, you know we'll we'll see what 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 that holds. He just wants to be himself. Now I'm not against anyone being themselves. I think we're all ourselves on this show, right? I don't think any of us fit into a box on the show. I mean, Ebo came on the other day. Ebo is unabashedly himself. Bart is certainly himself when he comes on the show. I think some of our regular callers, Eric on I-90, I think we had a tweet the other day that said Eric was all over the place. Yeah, Eric's always all over the place. That's why I love Eric. We have David Monona, who's got his personality and his brand. We got Mike in Windsor, formerly Mike in downtown Madison. He's got his own brand. We're all ourselves on the show. I'm not against anyone being themselves. But when we're talking about the performance of a professional athlete, I mean, this isn't preschool. This isn't kindergarten where we're trying to make friends and find ourselves like there is an expectation of performance. And I don't know if being yourself really has anything to do with that. Now, we talked to David Gasper earlier this week and we previewed the season. And one of his bold predictions from reviewing the brew was he expects Keston here to bounce back in a big way. But he doesn't really expect Christian Yelich to return to MVP form. Now, I don't want to make this about Keston here because they're two different things, but what I read about Keston Hira, what I hear in interviews with reporters and people who know the team, Keston Hira stripped it down to the studs this offseason. He changed up his swing. He reinvented the way he stands. He stripped himself down to the studs and rebuilt himself as a baseball player. I didn't really hear any stories like that 
with Christian Yelich. I didn't hear reporters. I didn't read stories like, well, you know, Christian Yelich this offseason, he met up with this coach and this trainer and they worked on his swing and they tweaked this and they were watching film and they realized he was doing this. I And it's, it's not that Christian Yelich needs to change who he is as a player. He can be himself, but I... I don't know. I just, I don't have high hopes. Now I have high hopes for the Brewers. They have a lot of good hitters. They have a lot of good hitters. This roster is really deep. This lineup is really deep. After two really bad at-bats to start the game today from Rowdy Telez, then he had two pretty darn good at-bats. So I'm, I feel good about my Rowdy Telez hype. Andrew McCutcheon looked good. A lot of success offensively. Victor Caratini got here last night, and he had a hit today. This Brewers team is really good. I don't mean to start doom and gloom, but I... I think we should start the show with Christian Yelich today because he didn't look good today. And I I haven't really been given any reason or any story or any experience to get me hyped up and to believe that he's going to come back and be some different version of himself this season. Now, I've got that with Hira. I, I've, heard, I've heard the stories of what he did in this offseason and how his perspective changed. is very similar to Corbin Burns two offseasons ago when he bottomed out as a player and had to rebuild himself. Now, Keston here has done the same thing. I didn't really hear any stories like that with Christian Yelich. I don't know. I don't have high hopes. He didn't look good today. That doesn't mean he won't hit three hits tomorrow and find his power stroke. I mean, I'm just saying, one game in, instant reaction, not great. Now, we can talk more about this coming up next. I want to talk about Corbin Burns. Rowdy Telez had an interesting game. Now I got to focus on Rowdy Telez because I said I think he might, he might make a run at getting some all-star votes. That was my bold prediction. Uh, so we could talk about that. Uh, and some other observations, some other gut reactions from opening day. The Brewers fall to the Cubs today, 5-4. to four. Really fun game. No rain delay. I'm happy. I'm satisfied and smiling. Wish my team would have won. The baseball season is underway. It's Neil Diamond week. We have no reason not to be happy today. Let's continue the Wisco Sports Show. We'll be back in three minutes. This is the Wisco Sports Show with Grant Bills on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You'll be your woman soon. Wisco Sports Show. My name is Grant Bill. Shout out to our friend Ebo on the zone. As we learned the other day, this is one of his favorite Neil Diamond songs, and I guess one of his karaoke songs. Has anyone ever done karaoke with Ebo? I think that's a site I would pay to see. I think I'd pay a cover charge to a bar that I, I knew Ebo was going to sing karaoke at. I think I'd pay. Maybe not a lot, but five to ten bucks? Like eight dollar cover? Yeah. To hear Ebo sing some Neil Diamond? 100%. I think I'm there. It's Neil Diamond week. So we're just enjoying some tunes of the greatest showman to ever grace the stage. The greatest performer we've ever seen. If you would like to grace the stage of this show, I'd love to have you. 608-796-2558. If you'd like to talk about Brewers-Cubs, opening day was today. It was a really fun game. Entertaining. Back and forth. Had some good pitching innings, some good offense innings. Uh, the Brewers just came up short, which was a bummer, but I can't complain. I was entertained. I'm glad baseball is back. If you'd like to talk about the Masters, I'd love to do that, too. I don't pretend to be a golf expert, but I had a fun time. Watching the, what is it, Scheffler, Shebler, Scott Shebler. He plays baseball. I think it's Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. And uh, also Tiger Woods on ESPN+. Plus. Like two times a year, I actually get my money's worth for ESPN+. Plus, uh, and one of those days was today watching a little golf. Let's talk to Jeff and lacrosse. Jeff, hello. Welcome. What's going on? Hello there. I, 
I, I have a theory for you, and I could be way off. I love this already. Watching, okay, watching what um, how Yelich has swung, and even at the in the playoffs last year and today, I think the back is still bothering him badly. That's what I think. It, it could be. And look, I I don't mean to nitpick Yelich. I don't mean to sound negative. I, I think. And I've talked to a couple of people who used to play baseball. One of my best buddies plays college baseball, and he tells me this all the time. He's like, Pete, normal people who don't play the game don't understand. One tiny little injury can throw everything out of whack. And I'm, I'm not discounting the possibility that the last two years, Yelich has been dealing with this or that. But, I mean, if, if we're going into season three, Jeff, and we get to July and Yelich still looks like this, I don't, I mean, I don't know if you could just chalk it up to some minor injury. I, I don't know, but I, I definitely hear where you're coming from. And, Jeff, I think you make a good point. Baseball's a weird game. The tiniest little thing can really throw a player out of whack. Right. He just, he looked tentative. I remember him in the last part of the playoffs last year, and he looks the same now. And it looks like he's, it's like a defensive swing. He's, he yeah. was, he always had a smooth, aggressive swing, and he, he doesn't have that right now. But like you said, it's game one. And of course, everybody's going to push the panic button. If they had won today, yeah. you know, it'd be the, 162 and 0. I know that all go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad we get to avoid that. We don't have to argue about whether or not the Brewers are are going to go undefeated. No, I I'm trying to find useful things to talk about from one game. And opening day is hard to talk about because we watch it like it's the end all be all and then I got to come on air and and try to have a useful conversation about it that's not hyperbolic, that's not too dramatic and that's tough, but Yelich looks the same. That doesn't mean he's going to have a terrible season. That doesn't mean you know, he can't get back to being a really productive player and even hit for power. But when I look at the swing, just looking at him swinging the bat, it looks like there's something up there. I don't know, Jeff. Yeah, that's like I said, I think it might be a back. Braun had a lot of back issues toward the end of his uh, career, and he was a shell of himself toward the end. Uh, people have their other theories about him, but I think he he was playing injured an awful lot, and he'd be playing two games, and he'd sit he'd, – there was not a lot of consistency, and that's what I'm. I'm hope I'm hoping I'm wrong because, yeah. to me, if you have any hitting with the Brewers, you're going to have one heck of a good year. They still are loaded with pitching. That's there's no doubt about that. Yeah, they have a really good lineup that I love top to bottom. They just need that guy. They need, and I don't like this expression because everyone uses it. It's cliche, but they need the straw that stirs the drink. And if Yelich can't be that, I this team might have a ceiling. I don't know. Are you a golf fan, Jeff? Did you watch any of the Masters today? I, I saw bits of it, and I heard Tiger looked really good. Um, I golf, and I'm not very good at it, so I'm kind of a, a a distant fan of it, I guess you could say. I frisbee golf. Is there any crossover? Is that useful in any way, or should I just keep that to myself? No, it, it, it's probably better exercise than regular golf. <laughs> well, I don't have a cart. Exactly. You're walking. You're carrying your little your little tote bag of frisbees around. Big bottle of water. Yeah, it's good. Ex- yeah, it's good exercise, Jeff. Thank you for recognizing that. You bet. All right. Have a good that, night, Jeff. That, Thanks that's for the call. Really all I had. I just yeah. want. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Have a good night. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Jeff. Have a good night. No, I. I think Jeff makes a really good point. Whether it's a little back injury, and if and if it's a back injury, this is the longest back injury ever. But I think Jeff makes a good point. You know, we can nitpick Yelich and say that he doesn't look right, but baseball is a weird game. It's very different from the NFL and playing football. It's very different from basketball. It's it's different from everything. And that the one tiny little grain of sand that gets caught in the gears, it, it can make a world of difference. Or, like, for example, just, just uh, 
what's a good analogy for this? Just one little thing in the, in the brain. You know, baseball players, they, they have this mental approach, the way they see things, the way they set themselves up at the plate. Just one tiny little thing, it, it can make a huge difference. Maybe that's what's going on with Yelich. I, I just think he might need to rework his approach, and I don't think he did this offseason. Uh, and, and I hope we don't go through an entire season like this, and then next season it's like, oh, he's got to rework his swing. I, I, I don't know. Dave is in Monona. Dave's a Cub fan. Hey, Dave, congrats. Your Cubs played a good game today. That was an entertaining game. I enjoyed it. I'm not going to talk smack with you today. <laughs> Did I hear you say you play Frisbee golf? Yeah, it's great exercise. It's fun. Have you oh, never done I... it? Uh, <laughs> no, because I, I would have been called all kinds of names and probably beaten up on, on the uh, playground. Frisbee golf is fun. It's a great sport. It's really been booming yeah, the last I mean, couple of years. Very trendy. Yeah, I, yeah well, I suppose your generation, yeah. You know, miniature golf, because you're the only guy I know plays miniature golf and constantly hits the clown as it you know, goes through, too. So <laughs> I don't like mini golf. Mini golf, if, if I'm going to golf, I'm going to go do the real thing. Mini golf is that I, I don't get the appeal to mini golf. I'm not going to lie. I'm with you on that one. A couple things, though. I mean, come on, Jeff. You're blaming a sore back. A pickle yellowish the last three years, he had a top of the line medical team in the world. I mean, his back's bothering because if they're finally drug tested for whatever he was on prior to three years ago, you think so? He's never gonna he's never gonna come back. Same with you know, same with Ryan Brown. Once they came up with once they came with drug testing for for the drugs he was on, he never was the same. I mean, Pickle Yelich was a one year wonder, and it was so nice to see him up in the well, top of the ninth once again facing our <laughs> four string four string pitchers, and got blown away. But. uh no, it's, it's one game, and the Brewers pitching staff is still good. One yeah. thing that bugs me is you get a guy 11-5, and five and he's the Cy Young, that's your generation of rewarding nothing. 11-5, and five, back in my day, you had to win 20 games. Now you win 12 games, you get a trophy, and you're a Cy Young winner. Are you kidding me? You know, you know Dave, I, normally I would argue on this, but earlier this week we talked a little bit about the NBA MVP, and I, I sounded a little bit like you. Like, Nikola Jokic is probably going to win MVP. His team is the sixth seed in the West. Like, five, forget about back in your day. Five or six years ago, we would never give the MVP to someone who finishes in the sixth seed. So no. I'm, I'm, I'm with you a little bit on this take. I'm, I'm with you. That's, Not the Cy Young that's part. The other but, thing. Yeah. Yep. That's the other thing about the Milwaukee Brewers, too, you know. Yeah, they're going to the game tonight, and then all of a sudden you're going to see load management Friday and Sunday, and it's going to cost all those Brewer fans, I mean, Bucks fans, just spent all that money on an extra home, you know, home game. You know, they could kill us about the fans because otherwise they wouldn't be doing load management. Can you imagine Oscar Robinson and Bill Van Lambeer and Larry Bird doing load management? Giannis, Giannis is good. Don't get me wrong. He's one of the best ever, but he no, he does he can't hold any of their jacks because he does load management. Back, back, back in the good old days, 90s and 80s, you didn't take days off. You played. Now it's like, oh, I just played two games. I better take two games off. But uh, I had to call for all you Brewer fans. It's time to push the panic button. I'm telling you, Pickle Yellish, you know, he might as well go, he might as well go back into the closet and, and you know, try to season a little bit more. <laughs> so I'll leave you with this. Go Cubs, go. <laughs> hey, Chicago, what do you say? Pickle Yellish is going to go away today. Thank you, Dave. Have a good night, friend. That is uh, Dave and Monona. I, okay, I'm, I'm not going to agree that it's a back injury because this would be like the world's longest back injury. But I think Jeff makes a good point, right? One little thing goes wrong, and it can really change how a player performs. I'm not going to say that Yelich was juicing a couple of years ago. And don't you dare come on my show and slander Ryan Braun. The only reason Ryan Braun used performance-enhancing drugs 
was for the fans because he wanted to be available for the fans and he wanted to win a playoff series for the Brewers fans. And Dave, I know you're about the fans because you hate load management. Ryan Braun did it for the fans. Okay. It's for the fans. Brett is in lacrosse. Brett, what's going on? Welcome. What's up, Grant? Oh, nothing much. It was a bummer that I lost to the Cubs, especially because I knew I was going to have to hear from Dave, but that's about it. I'm watching golf on, on my laptop right now. I'm, I'm living good. Yeah. Well, Tiger, Tiger looks surprisingly good today. Yeah. Uh, you know, he should have been two under early if it wasn't for a weird lip out that should never happen. But, um, yeah, golf was good today. Uh, Brewers, for some reason, uh, was not on normal TV. It was on, like, MLB Network or something, but it you talk about the, out You talk about the Brewers? Yeah. Do you not have Valley Sports saying. Wisconsin? No, I then, got YouTube TV. Then get Bally. Okay, like it sucks. It sucks that that you need to get cable to watch the Brewers. We've known this for years. Like if you want to watch the Brewers, Brett, you're gonna have to get cable. I, I don't. I don't know yeah. why people there is so resistant. Like the rest of the world is supposed to change for you. Like get Direct nope. TV. Get get Spectrum. Nope. Get Charter. No. Nope. Dish no, network. It's fine because I I would rather listen to Bob Euchre any day. That's a good point. Anyway. That's a great point. Great point. So and that's free. I mean, you only you only have so many more years with the guy before he turns like 130. So. That's true. He's never going to die. Him and Jimmy Buffett are both going to live to be 200 years old. Right. It's going to be crazy. I know. Um. So anyway, let's let's just get to the point here. Yelich, yes, he he may look like he's taking defensive swings. Kind of like uh, he's doing a fadeaway jumper all the time. Yeah. But let, let's also pay attention to the fact that Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, two of the greatest basketball players out there, made a living off of a fadeaway jumper. Well, and yeah. became superstars off of a fadeaway jumper. If, yeah, but- if he's going to go and take defensive swings and everything is going to go uh, opposite field, I don't care. Let's okay, what is it? He's supposed to be Jason. Let's He's going to be confident. Jason Kendall. Then that's what you're saying. Is it, it Christian Yelich needs to be Jason Kendall, who just slaps singles every couple of at bats? That's not good enough. That's not enough. They need more. No, you, you, you're right, but it's better than than strikeout Yelich, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, sure. But it, but if Giannis, like if Giannis I mean, started scoring let's, let's six take, points a game, that's not, that's not at okay. this point. Yeah, God. Uh, no. It's, it's the first game of the season. The dude, he's looked terrible for the last two years. So if the guy can go this year and, and hit a 300 average oh, Jesus! field singles. Well, okay. Well, if he hits 300 on singles and doubles, sure. But more, we're probably talking about 240 only hitting singles and doubles with a lot of strikeouts and ground balls. That's not, uh, I don't like that. Yeah. No, I got, I got you. No, no, I got I, you. I, I got you. I understand but, where you're coming from. But let's, uh. Let's look at the positive. Like he he's got a if he has another down year, he's done. Like, what does that mean? He's got to go. Away. What do you mean? Trade him? Cut him? Like the, yeah. no, I don't think that's yeah. on the table. He's under contract for like ten more years. Yeah, I know it's dumb mistake. All right, everybody does it. All right, but let's let's just look at he's got to have a better year than he had last year, and he's got to have a better year than he had two years ago when we had the COVID year and it was just terrible. All right. That's a good place to start. Let's, let's start there. Just be better than last year and we can work from there. That's a good place to start. Let's just have a, let's have a positive start to this year and let's look at, okay, 
you know, he's going to slap some singles in the opposite field that could turn into doubles and score some runs. Let's get it done. All right. All right. I, I, we need that positivity today. Thank you, Brett. Now, I got to take a break. I'm sorry. I'm really late. I got to let you go. Have a good night, man. No, you're good. Talk to you later. Brett in lacrosse. And I do truly mean that. I do have to take a break. That's not just an excuse to get off the phones. Let's take a five-minute break. We're going to come back, talk more about the Brewers and opening day. And if you got Masters takes, I'd love to talk golf as well. This is the Wisco Sports Show with Grant Bills on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Wisco Sports Show, proudly brought to you by Tactical Irrigation Services. My name is Grant Bills. Brewers fall to the Cubs today by a run. It was a fun back and forth game. You got no beef with Cubs fans or the Cubs today. Let's play again tomorrow. Glad baseball is back. And Brewers and the Cubs, first game. They uh, started the first game of the Major League Baseball season. So I believe the Brewers scored the first run of the season as well. Right? I think. I think. I didn't look at the whole schedule. I know there were only supposed to be eight games today. And a couple of them were canceled or postponed, so there were even fewer. I know there's a much more full slate of games tomorrow. So, like, the Twins were supposed to start today. They'll now play tomorrow. Yankees-Red Sox was supposed to be on today. That was postponed as well. Was it Phillies and Nationals? What was the other team? I wrote it down. Mets-Nationals. That's right. So, that game is tonight. We'll see if that happens. I think that's the ESPN game. There's going to be games on Apple TV. There's going to be games all over the place. Uh, I think this baseball season is going to be really fun because there's going to be games on Peacock on Sunday mornings and then Sunday night baseball on ESPN. I believe there's games on Amazon Prime at one point. There's games on Apple TV now. So this season, more than I think ever before, we're going to have so many great opportunities to watch some of these other teams, not just the Brewers. And, you know, baseball is a regional sport, and that's great. I love my Brewers. But I want to get into some other teams. I want to watch the rest of the league. Maybe I'll... I'm a little bit more wholesome with the rest of the league, maybe the way we are with the NFL or the NBA. So we're talking about opening day in the Brewers-Cubs game, and if you want to talk about the Masters as well, I enjoyed it today. I'm not a golf expert, but I have some things I could I could add to the conversation. I think I wrote some notes down. I, I think I held my own as a golf viewer, as a casual today. 608-796-2558. You can text and call. You can tweet me at Wisco Grant as well. Ben Kenny was messaging me co-host of Kenny and Heilprin, which starts here in about 15 minutes. Ben's probably hard at work show prepping, but I think something that was said in the last 20 minutes really caught Ben's ear because he said, I need to call in. I got something to say about the Brewers. So maybe, maybe, just maybe we'll be graced with a call from Ben Kenny. We've been talking about Yelich a little bit. I'm not saying he won't have a great year. I'm not saying he stinks. I'm not saying he's done. That's, that's not what I'm saying. Please don't interpret it that way. Don't aggregate my comments. But it doesn't look good. Just watching him hit, watching him swing. I'm not even a baseball coach. I don't know anything about hitting the ball, but just using my eyes, that doesn't look good. Seems tentative. He seems like he's unsure of what he's swinging at. Seems like he's falling away. Like he's shooting a fadeaway jumper as he swings. That's not good. I'm no physicist either, but I know falling away while swinging at the ball, that's not how you get power behind the ball. I don't know. Brett Lacrosse just gave us a call about eight or nine minutes ago and said, well, you know, if he puts the ball in play and he hits singles and he hits for average, yeah, that's great. But the Brewers have a lot of guys who can put the ball in play and 
hit for average a little. Like, they have a bunch of Colton Wongs. They need a superstar that can actually be a power threat in big moments against big pitchers in, in big games, in the playoffs. That's what they lacked last year. The Braves had it. The Braves had it with Freddie Freeman, and then Eddie Rosario played like an MVP. He played at that level. Now, he's not that level of a player, but he did it for a month or so, which is all that matters. The Brewers didn't have a guy who did that. That ideally is Christian Yelich. And I know one game isn't an indication of anything. It's a super small sample size, but it just doesn't look good. The swing does not look good. It doesn't look confident. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not trying to make an overly big deal out of this. I'm not trying to yell about Christian Yelich for the full hour here. We only have one hour to chat before Kenny and Heilprin take over, but I don't mean to be overly negative. I think people were being overly negative on baseball this morning. On opening day, I saw this tweet from Andrew Brandt, who I think has been on the Bill Michaels show. You'd have to ask Ben Kenny. Once upon a time, I know he's been. He used to work in the Packers front office. He tweeted this earlier today. Key question. Will fans under 35 years old even notice that this is a big day for baseball and golf? And his hashtag was, quote, older demo. I hate it when people say things like this. I hate it when people go out of their way to minimize baseball like this. Yeah, baseball isn't the youngest person sport out there, but it's like it's like we want young people to hate baseball with the way that we talk. Oh, I bet there are no young people watching today. I bet there are plenty of young people watching today. Why do we talk down about baseball like this? Bothers me. A lot of young people are fired up for opening day. 35? You're telling me people that aren't old enough to run for president don't watch baseball? Come on. Baseball has its issues. They need to modernize a little bit. They need to be more flashy. They need to market their players, but... To act like nobody under 35 doesn't watch baseball, that just that bothers me. Andrew Brandt's Twitter's been bothering me, too. Let's talk to Mike in Eau Claire, 608-796-2558. What's up, Mike? What's going on? Hey. Yeah, I'm pumped for baseball. I'm yeah. playing fantasy baseball for the first time in my life. Ooh. So, your, I got plenty of brewers. Who was your, uh, your, first, your first player that you picked? Who was your first overall pick? Well, I play in two different leagues. One is Shohei Otani is not a batter. You can only use him as a pitcher, so that reduces his value. Okay. Uh, in the other leagues, I went after Vladimir Guerrero. Nice. Nice. For my number one pick. I like that. Someone who fit. But yep, no, I got Willie Adamas. Uh, I got McCutcheon late in all these. I got McCutcheon a bunch of times. Uh, Hunter Renfro, Willie Adamas, Urias. Nice. I got Corbin Burns a few times, Peralta two times, and I got Hater in almost every one. Nice. I'm low. I got my Brewers. Yeah, hell yeah, I like you that. Know? A true fan. And I think, and I, I've I've played sports my whole life. I really yell it. She's got to find his confidence. I'm I'm not negative on him. Yeah. I just think he needs a good week, even just a good week, a yeah. good tool, a good series, good week, good couple weeks to get his confidence back. I, he's I listened to it on the radio on the way home, so I only caught the eighth and ninth inning. Mm-hmm. But Euchre said, oh, he took a home run swing at that one. That's an effort to me. Okay. He's a ba- guy, on the per- guy on base. He's going for the win. At least he's going for it. I yeah. felt confident with it. I was like, good. Take a take one home run swing at it. Yeah. Then try and get a base hit after that when you got two strikes. All right. But well, the, the I co- thought I'm more confident than than. 
some of the other people about it. Well, he didn't change up his swing. It's not like he he retooled himself this offseason. Hopefully it is a confidence issue, and he just needs a good week because it's not like he made broad sweeping changes to the way that he's hitting. I, I think Yelich might agree with you. He just needs some things to start going his way and, and just getting a little confidence again. I hope that's the case. And also, I thought that uh, the three years ago, you know, he did really good. And the way pitchers are nowadays, they study. They know what pitches they're going to throw to which guys. And I think a lot of the pitchers might have caught up to him maybe mm. and, like, found out his weaknesses. And he's got to stay on top and try not to have those weaknesses if possible. Like, the greatest hitters, you couldn't – they don't have those weaknesses. They're not sw- They're not s- stepping back afraid like you said, you know, they're stepping at it, yeah. not just pulling the head and trying to hope for the best. Yeah, that's what I would do. But that's what I would do. Did you watch the long call? Of, hey, man, I've, I've been on a hundred frisbee golf courses, man. Yes. I love the sport. Yes. I love it. I, I, I'm 42, so I understand why people retire at my age because my arm kills if I play too much. But <laughs> yeah. I still get out there, man. So, Mike, one one course that you got to play, it would be a little bit of a drive for you. Maybe not if you're on the south side of Eau Claire, but you got to go to Justin Trails in Sparta. It's beautiful. If you've never been, maybe you have, but it's an awesome, it's beautiful. I don't think I've been to the one. No, I don't think I've been. It's Justin Trails in Sparta. Yeah, they take you go through these winding trails <laughs> through the woods and these big hills. It's beautiful. I think they host weddings out there and stuff. This is, by the way, if Justin Trails wants to sponsor the show. Um, but I, I love going out there a couple times this summer. Yeah, you got to make the drive. Look it up. I got a buddy. I'll do, we do this. We'll, we'll go everywhere. I've been all over. All right, man. Thanks, Mike. Have a good night. That's Mike in Eau Claire. I did not expect Mike to say that he's been on a couple dozen Frisbee golf courses. Hell yeah. Maybe I just should have kept it to myself. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a bad way as a radio host to start a, a conversation about the Masters. Well, I don't golf, but I, you know, I play a lot of frisbee golf. And let me tell you this about about Tony Finau. <laughs> I'll just, I, I don't know anything about golf. I don't know if there's a lot of carryover between frisbee golf and, and normal golf, except for walking. I think that's one part I always underestimate, especially about the Masters. Because these guys are walking miles every day, and that's something I forget about. And as a frisbee golfer, you know, you walk a lot, so maybe that's that's the one thing, the one area where there's crossover. You got to be in in shape. As Mike mentioned, your arm can get tired, too. I would imagine gets tired in, in real golf, too, although I wouldn't know. I don't play. Let's take one more break. We'll come back, wrap up the Wisco Sports Show after this. This is the Wisco Sports Show with Grant Bills on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Wisco Sports Show. Last couple of minutes, Kenny and Heilbrin on deck. I saw Zach drop a new episode of The Camp today. Spring practice going on. I saw a lot of tweets about that earlier today. So Badgers fans, stay strapped. We also got Bucks Celtics tonight at 630. So it's a lot to look forward to. The Masters, I still have on my laptop. I don't recognize any of these guys. But then again, I don't recognize most golfers. Although the sun going down at Augusta National. Stop. I mean, that's just, that's that's too much. I am a little bit of a loser when it comes to watching golf. I will watch two golf events a year for sure. I'll always watch the U.S. Open, and I'll always watch the Masters. Now, I'll probably mix in some other events here and there. I'll mix it in. 
Um, but those are the two that I always watch. The same way I think a lot of people watch Daytona, even if they're not racing fans. I was watching the Masters today. I I really enjoyed it. And even as a golf casual, I think anyone can watch Tiger Woods play and get really excited about it just because there's a certain energy to it. The crowds are bigger. They're louder. It just seems like there's more at stake with every swing of the club with Tiger compared to other golfers and with good reason. But I really enjoyed watching him today. I'm not a guy to give legit golf analysis, but one thing I, I thought of while watching Tiger today reminded me of John Horst. Uh, the Bucks general manager. I, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna refer to a couple of swings that Tiger Woods had as uh, they were John Horst swings or John Horst shots, right? Where he'd have a bad drive that would take him into the pine straw, and then on his second stroke he would make this miracle shot to get back on track and hit par. And that reminds me of John Horst, the Bucks GM. John Horst would back himself into a terrible corner. He'd sign DJ Augustine, right? And then halfway through the season. He would make this miracle happen. He'd trade DJ Augustine for PJ Tucker, and we're like, wow, what a great move. Well, it was a great move, but the move wouldn't have been necessary if DJ Augustine wasn't signed in the first place. Like, wow, Tiger Woods, what an amazing feat to get onto the green, taking a hack from the pine straw. It's like, well, yeah, but he did put himself in the in the pine straw in the first place. Or when Horse traded Delavadova in 2018, along with John Henson, they got George Hill back in return. It was like getting out of the pine straw, getting out of the rough. It's like, yeah, we had this terrible contract, bad player on a bad deal, and it was a player that we signed, even though I'm I'm pretty sure that was, um, oh, my God, who's the GM that, that drafted Giannis? John Hammond. Jeez, it's embarrassing. I think Delhi was a John Hammond signing, but then John Horse comes in. He's like, all right, I'll take it from here. He gets the second shot, takes a nice lean out of the pine straw, gives it a hack, and now you're right back on the green. I, Tiger had a couple of John Horse shots today where he would back himself into this really tough corner. And then he'd get himself out of it, which was kind of a fun way to watch golf. It's kind of fun to watch somebody amazing at their craft, make a mistake, slip up, and then be like, all right, let's see if they can get out of here. Let's see if they can get out of this, get their way out of a corner, right? It's like watching a political debate and they're going back and forth and someone lands. Oh, that's a good argument. Let's see how he handles it. Like, it's fun. It's fun. It's one watch. It's fun watching Tiger Woods take a crummy drive and turn it into a par. Or turn it into birdie. And he had a couple of great shots, too. It sounds like I'm minimizing what Tiger did today. He had a pretty darn good day. Uh, and seeming like he's going to make the cut. And we get to watch him all weekend long. Again, I know very little about golf. The only crossover from playing frisbee golf, which I do quite a bit, to playing actual golf, is that it's a lot of work. And I, I, I don't know if everybody realizes that. Like, they're walking between four and five miles every day. And you would never think about that because we only see them in spurts, right? It's like, oh, here, watch Tiger take the shot. Now we're going to go over here, switch cameras, and we're going to watch Tony Finau. He's got his, you know, five iron or whatever. I don't know, golf. And he's taking his second. So we bounce back around when most of their day is just walking. And I know all these guys are in great shape and they're great athletes, but just being on your feet for that long, you're on your feet all day. It wears you down. Even if you're not running or even if you're not carrying anything heavy, just being on your feet all day is a lot of work. And I think that's something that I need to stop myself and, and appreciate when I'm watching golf because it's easy to forget. You know, we think these guys are driving around on carts and slamming beers. No, that's that's just us. That's just us when we golf. Tomorrow, we're going to talk more about the Brewers. They have another game against the Cubs tomorrow afternoon. We can talk about that. Bucks celtics tonight in about a half hour. It's going to be an awesome game. Giannis is playing. Marcus Smart's going to play. And I want to talk more Neil Diamond. Tomorrow's the final day of Neil Diamond week. So we'll wrap up the week uh, the week. 
on the Wisco Sports Show tomorrow. Kenny and Heilpern up next. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 4. Sule, 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 sule.